Welcome to NPC Dialogue and the world of indie video games. I am your designer, JJ, and with me today is AJ, your indie game producer. Hello. And Mike, your engineer. Hello. And today we uh, we have a pretty pretty uh, strange, uh, different game for this episode. Uh, we're doing Play Dead's Inside, which is uh, their follow-up to their, their indie success, which was Limbo. Limbo. Yeah, which we have actually talked about in previous podcasts. Yeah. Although we've made comments about previous podcasts where we didn't actually talk about games, <laughs> right? Podcast well, disappeared. this time this one we actually there, did. Yeah, it's it's in our silhouette platformers. If anybody's curious, to, you guys can go to our SoundCloud to just check out that specific episode. Yeah, where, yeah we have a little bit of a history with the Play Dead and yeah. their two games um, yeah. at this point. So this game, guys, um, just to give, if you're not familiar with Limbo at all and you're, you're not familiar with this game at all, this game uh, is, a, is a 2D puzzle platformer, sort of in this art style, which is dark and broody and all grays and, and a faceless character where you are in the traditional tropes of a 2D platformer uh, going left to right largely and sometimes not, uh, traversing different puzzles, which are climbing, jumping, uh, figuring out triggers, just various puzzles, and it follows up like like you guys said their uh, their last hit success, Limbo. And what did you guys think of this? First of all, what did you think oh, of it on its we, own? What? Before we talk about, it, we should mention that um, we will have two parts to this as well. And our, for our first part, this will be spoiler free. So if you're, this is a kind of a platformer, so it's not as spoiler sensitive as maybe you know some of the other games we've done were, but. Uh, if you want to come to this game pretty fresh, uh, we'll keep the our opening conversations kind of on a down low about it. All right, so let's talk about impressions. What's your what was your impression of this game, Jage? First of all, what I, what I want to talk about is what is your impression of this game if you've never played Limbo, and what is your impression of this game if you have played Limbo and are very familiar with it and coming into this? I mean, uh, I, that's two different I mean, things, man. I so I, I think what you're kind of asking me is, how would I compare and contrast this to Limbo, right? The well, sort of, no, first of all, is it? Is I mean, I'm in my reactions good? to this game if I with Limbo. Okay, is it well, a good game? I mean, okay, so my hesitation. I'm sure you can tell by my my stuttering and nervousness with this yeah, episode. I mean, is, uh, you know, this, okay, so this game is a bit of an indie darling like Limbo, although I think Limbo was a, a little bit more successful. It hit, it hit the scene a little, with a little bit more impact, but nonetheless... Yeah, well, I think, um, a lot just of, to clarify, we're talking about this right after it came out. It's only been right. out a little, a few weeks. Um, right. and, and Limbo had had some time to sort of build up this darling status where Inside is real new at this point. Right, and uh, we have finished the game as well, and we just recently finished. So, um, it, you know, my, my opinion on this game is, is complicated. I can't really... You know, to, to boil it down, I, I do, I do, I do. No, well, I do think that's a complicated question. By the way, I do think, <laughs> I do, I do think this is a good game. Um, where I kind of 
differ with the majority opinion on this is okay as, well, well, before you a, say, a, before you say that what exactly is the majority opinion on this i mean so whatever it read is it's it's getting mentions for game of the year and all sorts of publications yeah. some people some people are are giving it status as a, a heightened form of art in video in in video games as a medium so it is to let everyone know, I mean, this game, this game is getting all sorts of credit from all sorts of places, and, and it generally yeah. received as awesome. Right. I, I it's, would say I've I've heard the word masterpiece thrown around yeah, quite and, a few times in relation and to this game. and visionary art. You know, like this game is. See, that's kind of where I differ, is because you know, if we we're to compare this to something like The Witness. I think, honestly, as far as quote unquote art goes, I I'm kind of ambivalent to that to that label. Um, I think it's a good game. I think as a platformer, um, it did its job very well, which is it had great feel. It had great game. You know, it had great platforming, essentially. Uh, There's a lot of times where platforming was always right on the edge of failure, but it was never like a, like a, I would say, pixel hunt, where you, it would be super extreme or super, like, too difficult versus something like maybe... You know, uh, a walk in the dark was a game we previously did as well. It's where, not where, Super Meat Boy. It's not right. highly well, accurate, super right. uh, insane platforming. You know, where you have to like get good. Right, but I think I think if they went with that kind of design, with this kind of feel, it would make this game very frustrating can, because this game I, is very grounded. It's very, can I ask you a question? Okay. Yeah. Now th- this is a question asking you directly to con- compare and contrast it to Limbo, which I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have have uh, played. Yeah, are the puzzles in in uh, inside easier, analogous, or harder than Limbo? I think they're easier. And I think they're actually simpler. And I, I and I agree. I agree. And I agree. and to me, that what that portion of it was very deliberate. I think it was a design choice. I don't think mm-hmm. I think very I think they made a very conscious choice. They didn't want you to get stuck on a puzzle for any extended period of time, because the story they're trying to tell is the story of a person who's well, God, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. The whole game until the ending, I presumed he was running away from something. I didn't think he was running to something. Now, now I'm not certain about that at all. But, but uh, he was trying to escape or get away. So, so the kind of the metaphor is, is, is they didn't want him to stop in any particular one place for very long. So the puzzles, the puzzles, while trying to have sort of a sense of ur- maintain a sense of urgency, were not something they wanted you to be stuck on any one thing. Uh, any moment of time, and this game to me, the big, the biggest thing about this game is, th- I don't, I think they wanted you, I think they wanted you to beat it in a sitting. I don't think they wanted you to to walk away from. It. I think, I think the puzzles aren't hard. It's a, it's an experience, and they wanted you to sit sit down around the duration of a movie and and be done with it and have that experience. And, yeah, and it's away. about a one two sitting sort of game, right? Like it's. You can easily do it in one. I wouldn't recommend doing it over in two, um, or doing it more than two. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I agree with you a lot on that, AJ. I mean, you start out, and to me, you kind of talked about this earlier, but it, it basically starts out like Limbo Two. Yeah, you are a little kid boy, from the looks of it. Um, you are running right away from things, basically, right? Um, you know, and I do think. I mean, even the art style is very similar, although it's like the improved version, right? Where Limbo is very... Yeah. I think a lot, of, a, a lot of people um, have said that this is like a natural progression from Limbo. Like right, it feels very Limbo too, I think, in all aspects, except maybe the puzzles. But even then, maybe it feels like the Limbo 2 they wanted to make, not the Limbo 2 maybe I wanted. Um, 
the puzzles were, like I said, pretty simplistic to me. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, it felt like a design decision all the way through. I don't, and to be quite clear, I don't think any of this game was unintentional. I think all of it was intentional. I just don't know if I agree with the decisions they made, right? Uh, but I did love the intro, and I would like to talk about the intro, not necessarily in concrete details, just like the first five ten minutes. Um, incredible atmosphere. I felt very helpless. I felt very chased. I felt very like like a lot of tension right away. Um, and I and I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I, I think actually the intro might be my favorite part, to be honest. Um, I don't know how quick, how much we want to get into spoilers because almost anything you do in this game is kind of a spoiler. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, or, you since know, you're gonna have to tell me more because when you say intro, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. I think he's talking about the forest, like the entire yeah, forest section, right in the beginning. When you're walking through, there are. I mean, and I think this is okay to give away because this is like first few minutes. There are people chasing you. They're effectively trying to kill you. Uh, uh, I think they're trying to capture you. Where well, actually, I mean, I've, I've allowed myself to get... Well, the dogs kill you. Yeah, because, I was say, there yeah. are dogs and there are people. The dogs kill you. And, you know, those animations are real gruesome. I love that stuff. I thought it was really well done. It was very visceral. And I know people throw visceral around all the time, but literally visceral where it's like there's blood and it's, it's really kind of... The freaky. first few minutes of the, of the game, I thought I thought the optics of it it, it occurred to me several times we're being ripped like straight out of ET. Where there, there was in, in a dark forest, there were flashlights and dogs chasing you, and you were oh, you, that, yeah. you were you were running crazily away. And, and it's giving it's like you the rated R ET. Yeah, it, it's giving you these tense moments of running away and getting away just just in the nick of time. That did set the scene really well, um, and it was a heightened. I mean, it was a heightened sense of realism in those moments uh, um, to give you something to hide behind. It, it, that a uh, that that was a lot of tension in that game, and to, to be honest with me, that was a lot of a lot a lot of tension in those first few minutes that I didn't really feel again at all, and throughout the rest of the game. I mean, I, I would I would agree with that, and that's that's like, you know, it's uh, I was really hooked by the intro with you guys as well, but mm-hmm. I think for me, where part of the reason why I'm kind of down on this game is actually because I don't think it did very much with. I don't think it did very much with this setup because the setup was great. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of things introduced. You know, you introduced this world, and you know, for me to compare and contrast with Limbo, Limbo is a very abstract game. It's a it's very much an abstraction of essentially Limbo, and um, I think I yeah. think the way it sort of executes its world as it builds up kind of reinforces that abstraction. For inside. The more that I played this game, the less I really understood with what it's really about. And I think for me, by the time I finished the game, I didn't think it actually really had that much to really convey to me in terms of its aesthetics. I get all the themes of mind control. I get all the themes of, of you know, like the, 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 uh, the feeling that you have when you're trying to break in, when you're trying to run away from these yeah that's all great but like beyond the beyond a good mood setter i i, I there was nothing much more beyond that for me. so yeah is, i do oh, go ahead Andrew. let me let me offer my reaction to this when you when you look at this game about how how these developers crafted an art style to to immerse you in a world and give you a mood and how good they are at it and setting up these puzzles that also set up a mood and making the character feel vulnerable they're great at that. This is there is a 
they have an eye for this. And this is a highly skilled, highly developed, highly nuanced world that they've made. And the sound, the soundtrack, just like Limbo, is as good as it possibly can be in this medium. And it, it helps set the tone. But my reaction to this game, I can't extricate it from my reaction to Limbo. They are linked. It is the same thing. And it, it, playing this game was, it, it was more than be playing Limbo 2 to me. It was playing Limbo to me. And so I, I felt like I, I, never sh- I never got away from been there, done this. Uh, feeling uh, playing the game because they are so the the art style the the physics I swear to God they were cutting and pasting the, some of the animations from Limbo over to this game it felt so cut and pasted to me I was really good at the puzzles in this game because I learned because I mastered puzzles in Limbo so I knew what to look for and to me it, it was such a watered down experience because it was such a it was such a rinse repeat of exactly the same things that I had already done and. Uh, I, you don't you don't you don't feel like they really iterated much on limbo for from limbo. They didn't even iterate on the thematic very that much even. I mean, and where to if you to anybody listening out there if you go back if you go back and listen to my reaction to limbo, I had a very emotional reaction to limbo. It it I mean, it, it got me. I mean, by by the end of that, I was I was numb. I was just in my seat numb by the end of that. And I feel like I've had that robbed of me because they were able to just pump this one out. Uh, and it's doing the same thing, and and now that they've done it multiple times, I think, well, you're just you're just ringing the bell of 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 these inbred emotional things in all humans. Of putting a child in peril in this dark environment where big pe- big mean people are going after it is that's that's easy. We all feel emotion to to those type of situations. I mean that that's that's a that's low hanging fruit to to go get that thing. And now that they've done it twice. I feel like okay, well, this is just what you do, and and I gave you twenty bucks for it, and I, and I would again, and I will on the next one because these people are so good at this. But I don't necessarily think it it. There's no way to call it a masterpiece. After that, it's right. it, it's, it's not exactly groundbreaking, right? No, it's not. It's not. It's 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 doing limbo again. Yeah, and I and I I I do agree with you a lot. I mean, I do think. There is a significant iteration in their style, but it's still this style, right? And yeah, it just fell flat for me. Uh, I think the intro was strong, but it felt like, like you said, it felt like more limbo. Well, I would, I would think a lot of the, the positive reaction that stems from this game seems to be really from just kind of the style, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, even comparing it to, to Limbo, um, you know, there is, there is something, whereas Limbo is kind of more metaphorical, I think Inside was a little bit more physical. Like, what's physically happening? There's like a very physical presence to the, to the world of Inside, whereas Limbo right. almost felt like, honestly, a bad dream. Well, I would um, say that Inside does really, really well with its environmental storytelling, right? Yes. Which I know it's kind of a big thing now. I don't think Limbo did that as much. Limbo was more of a mood and theme, and it, even because it was silhouetted, it wasn't exactly... Yeah. There well, wasn't much of a story to tell, but this has got... There's a lot of stuff going on in the background that right. really yeah, it, engages it, the viewer, I suppose. Well, it's... it's Not necessarily it, the player. It, it's more present. Um, there is there's yeah. a very realistic, very grounded feeling to the environment. 
It's not like something like, let's say, Dear Esther, where the whole thing just kind of feels like a dream. It doesn't feel like that thing that, actually, that place actually exists. A lot of places in inside actually feels like it actually exists in the present, if you get what I mean. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and I think if you've seen any of the um, you know advertisements for it, it feels like that, right? It's like this sort of yeah. like corporate-type look and that kind of thing. Yeah, right? honestly, I would think that's probably... It's, I think it's, I mean, I might be just reading into this game too literally, which is very possible, but I, I, I think that's part of its downfall. Because for me, it, it kind of feels like the environment was there. There was so much thought and effort put into the environment just to make me feel this one thing, and then it's just done with it. And it, it almost feels like the environment's too good for that. There's this, mm-hmm. there's this underlying story and underlying, uh, uh, environmental storytelling that doesn't really get expanded upon it's like you see this one location there's a lot of implications based on this location both thematically and physically like mm-hmm. you know post-apocalyptic maybe futuristic dystopia you know all this right. stuff but it never goes anywhere right? no it doesn't it never it, it, it doesn't sort of really doesn't, yeah. end it doesn't really use it to its full advantage i feel like, yeah, like it, it, just, it, it, it uses sets all it, this up and it falls flat for me it's it's sort of like fancy set dressing as, as kind of mean as that sounds, it just that's just kind of what it felt like to me. Because I, you know, it's it's I get the mood and the environment just from the way it feels and the way it looks, and then it just moves on. And then I'm always wondering, well, what was all of that about? Like, right? And, and there I are would, I, major sections where they just don't. I mean, and yeah. I know I know they're it's intentional. They don't want to answer these things. They want to leave open-ended questions. But there are major sections where there are. There are like huge things that happen, and there are literally no answers. Yeah, and not even would, like not even where you could like sort of infer an answer or maybe guess an answer. You just don't know. There's just right. nothing. It's just a well, thing happened. Okay, I've actually went back through this game just to look at the one spots, the few spots that actually intrigued me story wise, mm-hmm. and I got nothing out of it. I it, just sat there and I went, "Is there really nothing else more that I could?" Well, get but, out but of this world? It, it's hard to ask those questions when it's such a rinse repeat to like. Dark, monochromatic, broody uh, environment, child in peril, twice. It's, See, it's, it, it's it, like my my uh, ability to to hunt for authorial intent in in this particular is a great deal lessened by the fact like this is the second time and it's exactly the same thing. This is what you dudes do. And well, I mean, I don't I don't even mean trying to look for authorial intent. I'm just I don't I'm not even really sh- totally sure what the experience I'm supposed to get is supposed to be from this. Like, in, in Limbo, there seems to be a more clear vision for the game. You know, yeah, is, maybe it's, in its simpler uh, iteration nature, it's right. simpler, like, you know, initial, you know, foray into this, they were able to more easily capture kind of the spirit they were going for. Yeah, if, um, if, if I were to just kind of compare this a little bit, like, with Limbo... I, I would say Limbo is a good example on how minimalism can be used to great effect. And for me, I think Inside is, ha- is a good example of how minimalism can sometimes be used to its detriment, to just kind of fall kind of just flat. Because it's one thing to be, to, to, just, to just literally give the audience just enough to understand and experience your art. And there's another to just not do anything with your material like those are two different things and of course you know whether insight falls into either or is obviously 
your opinion, but I, I think it kind of airs a bit too close to the edge for that one. Um, it just, I you know, I've, you know, it's funny. My, my experience with this after I played Inside was almost like, man, I'm, I, I this is just kind of like modern art to me. Well, <laughs> like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of modern art pieces where I would even sometimes talk to the artist and just be like, so what is it? Was meant. What is what is my experience? What is my awakening that I'm supposed to get from these art? And they would just go like, "Just look at it. That's that's all there is." And I just went, "Oh, is that it? I drove all the way out here just for that." You know, that's kind of how I felt like. Like I, I paid twenty bucks. You know, great art, great game feel, and that's that's it. Like that's that's just that. And um, I don't know. I've always I've always kind of wanted to look for something a little bit more in games. That's bit of my problem with the witness as well you know but i but even with the witness i felt like this game the witness executed its minimalism better than this game because with with the witness you know at least the the mechanics brought out some commentary about you know humans relationship with, with its with its systems right like the, the whole the whole knowledge thing i talked about and whatever with limbo i apples and oranges though i mean it is it, 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 right it, it is completely apples i mean in the most fundamental sense, uh, the witness took extreme risks to combine a game mechanic that perhaps isn't even fashionable anymore, and combining it with a sort of an adventure open role, uh, open world uh, mechanic with it, in ways that could have easily been rejected uh, by its audience. It took it took major risks in doing it uh and there was so much more game in that uh this they had prior precedent to say hey this did pretty well uh and they said let's do that again well i want to inside to take a little bit more risk with what it it took no risks that's kind of um, that's i guess that's why i'm comparing this like the witness favorably to this because i remember in the witness i said that i thought I wanted a little bit more, right? Like I, I, I got that epiphany that was really clever, but I just I still wanted a little bit more. And for the for inside, I was even hungrier by the end of the game. I well, just... I just think that AJ really hit it on the head for me that this game didn't have any play to it in the game. There was there was very little. And I know people get in the walking simulator argument or whatever, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And like the Esther and stuff. Yeah, and and that's I like I don't have a problem with that. But for this to introduce the concepts that they do for certain puzzles, for there are some very interesting uh, traversal mechanics and things like that at some point in the game that I really enjoyed. But they kind of go nowhere with it. It's just all one-offs and just and and as much as I and I, I might be the most up on the mood and the story and the setting. Although I don't think it pays off but I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was significantly better than limbo even if it was sort of an also ran i mean it's their own work so it's difficult to say but like you said in the witness there are ways to engage with the game that sort of tell you about the setting kind of bring across the the not necessarily the intent but sort of some message some meaning some purpose to the game and this is sort of more of a run right past these easy puzzles see the story and if they're going to do that, they need to really pay off the story for me. And in this case, they just didn't. It just felt right. it just falls completely flat. So. But I mean, and I, lo- I, the visuals I thought were terrific. I thought the animations were way better. I mean, like, 
uh, then Limbo and Limbo. Limbo felt like a, almost like a Flash game to me. I just didn't have the reaction to Limbo that a lot of people did. I enjoyed it. I don't actually remember what we talked about on the <laughs> previous podcast. Maybe, maybe on the previous <laughs> podcast, I was like, this game's great. And now I'm just like totally saying. But like thinking back on Limbo, I just don't remember being super fond of it. Like I was much more up on like Braid and that type of stuff. So maybe there's a pattern here. Jonathan Blow just beats Play Dead. I don't know. Um, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. No. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I just, I. I really liked a lot of the stuff they did in this game, but it just didn't go far enough. And I, I don't want to get into specifics, so that's as much as I want to yeah. really I, I would, say you about know, story. My personal recommendation, and I've had a couple of people from work just come in to me and tell me, hey, is this game good? Is it worth it? Honestly, I'll kind of just wait for a sale. Um, as Like I said, the art is fantastic. Like Honestly, that trailer was just like, I could just watch that trailer over and over again and just the... It's, it's fantastically put together. There's a lot of great stuff in this. How it's used, it's, it's just there for a mood. And I know people dissect the, the story, the elements, they go like Easter egg hunting and they, put the, they have these theories. You know, I've read a lot of theories on what this game means and what it's supposed to mean, what the actual story is, and none of them, none of them ever really seem that interesting. It, it, it's 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 like a lot of what you say, AJ. It's a lot of low hanging fruit. You know, you know, you you automatically feel for this kid, well, and then later on in this game, it does this kind of flip, being like, oh, who is really controlling everything? What is this? Like that's just things gamers love to eat up, but it's, and it's, they kind of do. You know, so. it, it, it's not just that. I mean, there's so much of this game, the the art style included, that are frankly just in fashion and are are just capitalizing off off things that. Art, art images and art styles and color palettes that are just in fashion. And they just <laughs> cut and paste it in there. And, and they do it with a great deal of skill. And, and uh, Dude, they, they, they know what they're doing. They can do this. But I feel like... Right. I mean, we're not, we're not saying they should not. Like, this, right? so, this is... Yeah, they're not yeah. unskilled or untalented. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. That's but yeah. perhaps unambitious? I mean, okay, so speaking of like aesthetics and ambition um i do know that this game has been compared a lot to the art film movement dogma 95 and uh yeah we need to maybe discuss like this game just you know bring this up this is about uh the their uh nordic um play yeah. dead is well they're based out they're, of, they're, they're, um, they're in denmark aren't they uh, yes I believe so it's a very um sort of localized northern european nordic thing. country Right, um, and so look played at us, out of Look there. at us plebs trying to discuss yeah. the origins. <laughs> yeah, we're Americans. We don't know. Oh. I don't know where anything is in Europe. I think England is out you know, of the West. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. This this game does have a Nordic, uh, Nordic kind of root, and um, the it's kind of weird. Like the the very very influential filmmaker Lars von Trier, or is it? Uh, Tr- it's Lars von Trier, Trier. but yeah, yeah. they're probably pronouncing it wrong either way. So oh, we're so American. <laughs> That's right. Lars. Well, anyways, well, anyways, um, he he kind of co-founded this movement. To those who don't know what Dogma ninety five is, he kind of co-founded this movement with a bunch of film filmmakers in nineteen ninety five, and they just yeah, called other themselves, Danish filmmakers. Really right. Yeah, they just called themselves Dogma ninety five, and they had a they actually had a written manifesto that literally. It's literally a checklist of things you need to do to be considered a part of the movement. Yeah, like things you need to do and things you yeah. couldn't do, right? Yeah, exactly. And things they really don't like. 
and, and you know the manifesto has reasons for all of these checklists and um, a lot of it personally I'm pretty sympathetic to because it is it is sort of the indie rebellion against big budget Hollywood movies or in industry movies or whatever and um, a lot of those movies aesthetics and approaches to their expression can be it can be seen a lot in both Limbo and Inside. A little bit more so Inside, um, because it's how Inside deals with its futuristic world in a very grounded, realistic... I say realistic kind of loosely, but very realistic way is... Uh, yeah, but it's it's not Star Wars, right? It's yeah. not, you know, it's not like, here's dystopian future, it's, you know, here's... Yeah, with laser like, guns and lightsabers and the Force. Yeah, a, this it's is... It's a very is, realistically born dystopian yeah. future. This is a right? kid... And he can do things kids can do, and that is it. And yeah, so um, I think a lot of the, the, the acclaim it gets from its style is because it is kind of referencing that movement. It should be noted that that movement ended in about 2005-ish, but that movement's, for, that movement's uh, influence kind of goes across all of these, kind of goes across modern films. It actually influenced a lot of American indie films, too. Uh, I, I know the... Yeah. This, this indie subgenre mumblecore is literally born from this movement, uh, and mumblecore is you know stuff like Drinking Buddies or even in TV shows. If you see HBO's Girls, that's really mumblecore. Um, but yeah, and you know it's I, I think part of what I think a lot of people found cool about this game is that you know with something like games often reference gaming culture. Like if you look at the witness or braid, it, it's very much about this gaming. Bubble. It's very insular. Insular, yeah. I think it's it's great with its self references, but I think inside references an art movement at large that's bigger or wider than gaming. Yeah, it hits a culture movements. a culture that's not just a subculture in games. It's a yeah. larger culture. Yeah. Um, and I and I do think that it is very important to have a developer like Play Dead who exists outside of you know, indie, capital I, indie, you know, where they're kind of doing their own thing and they're kind of referencing art from other areas, other cultures, and bringing it into games. And I think that's a, a very important thing that we may not see in the game itself, but I think it's very important to actually get that get that influence into games and stop being just insular. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just so insular, I agree, yeah. Play that is really unique because of how it references just art culture at large and i'm super i'm super sympathetic to that i i right and i i, I, and I actually yeah. think the danish film institute right the dfi i think they actually filmed or uh, didn't film they both um encouraged and helped fund uh limbo and inside I yes so it seems like they are yes. getting you know some funding and you know if you're talking about games as art i think this is sort of a, an important there lens to look to, at it yeah right? they're, they're they're bringing that move that culture to this now, my problem with that, and honestly, I'm not a giant fan of Dogma 95 films. I'm, I'm sympathetic to a lot of stuff that they do, like the, the emphasis on realism. and the, But the, to me, it's, it feels like a lot of films that are, or a lot of just films, TV shows, art that are influenced from that seem to just borrow their aesthetics from that and just go, there. We're Dogma 95. Yeah, it's, like, is, uh, it's like a stencil for art. They go, right. oh no, I made, I mean... For art, definitely. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. art now because I made this little Dogma 95 thing. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't even think comparisons is really that appropriate because one of the big things of that Dogma 95 is against is genre films. They don't like genre stuff because it's very kitsch. It's very not... Well, 
non-traditional in a in a certain sense. It's very much, you know, like it's it's kind of just entertainment. Whereas Inside is very kitsch. It's science fiction. It's dystopia. There's uh there's there's certain fantastical things in the game too. So I think yeah. I think Inside is trying to strike a balance between the very hardcore Dogma ninety five manifesto, and there is a manifesto you can. Look it up online to read it. <laughs> there, no, there is literally no. There is literally. It's a, it's a literal manifesto. Yeah, there's a literal manifesto. There's also even when the, at the time of this movement, there's a literal council that would approve and deny films that are Dog ninety five or not. So you actually have to get approval from the authority if you even want to call yourself that. It was properly. like an eyes wide shut sort of thing. It was very strange. Yeah. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just Inside kidding. is. I think Inside is trying to strike the balance between being a game that have, because games always just have fantastical elements, right? Just it's just what you do. You know, Mario is just this weird world where you just jump on many things and you don't you don't question yeah. it. It just feels good, so you just do it. Yeah, I mean and, it's empowerment. Look at Nathan Drake and Uncharted. He, you know, exactly hundreds of and, games. And yeah, I, I really think Inside. Buildings. I really think Play Dead is trying to strike that balance, and I think there is a bit of a dissonance there because um, I. You know, honestly, I hate referencing old episodes, but if there was a Dogma 95 game that I think really kind of, not necessarily nail it, but just comes closer to Inside, it would probably be Papers, Please. To me, that game is very, very Dogma 95. It's just, it just in spirit. I'm sure Lucas Pulp doesn't carry the way. He may, he may not. I don't know. But Yeah, I haven't heard anything referencing that. But that yeah. is a, a pretty good observation. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah, but it's, it's very realistic. It's, it's, it's very sure of its mechanic. And it's not... It uses its aesthetics to, in, to enrich its See, mechanic. And, Inside, to me, is just an aesthetic. It yeah, is, they exist separately. Yeah, it is, it it is, is just an aesthetic. And the, and the puzzles are watered watered down enough it was like we don't want difficulty to get in the way of our experience here i mean i mean and yeah at some point why but which is like i mean i hate to be redundant but i want to agree with mike that's fine if your game i i love walking simulator i play them all the time you know i'm looking forward to playing gone home i haven't played that yet but yeah right if you're going to do that i really need more story from you and one thing this game i think does terribly is really just establish cause and effect and just kind of set up and pay off and i think that's a. Uh, I really want to discuss more into that which i think you can yeah well i think into. you know our next episode we'll be able to discuss this in greater detail since we're going to be super spoilerific we're going to go into all sorts of spoilers any sort of spoiler you can think of right um AJ, I think we've I could... all so we've all played the game at this point so we are you know uh, very yeah. well versed in what's happening yeah this is a bit of a strange episode because we we're, we have finished this game but aj i think i cut you off did you want to say something i don't remember anymore let's get out and let's get out and where we can talk about <laughs> we can talk about specifics all right man yeah. well hey look i mean i love indie developers i love indie developers referencing art i love i'm very sympathetic to their creative ideas i really really and i'm i'm sympathetic to a lot of dogma 95 as well you know, I just need a little bit more from that. But if you're coming, JJ is such game, an apologist. New... You sound like I, you're I so am. upset with see, yourself that you're angry about this game. You're like, it's art, but I don't like it, and I don't know how to I, handle see, it. And, and, I, I, you're, I, you're giving him more credit than I want to, because <laughs> like, so when Super Mario, when a 2D Super Mario game comes out next year, which it will, a 2D Super Mario game, are you gonna give him credit for their 8-bit or 16-bit, whatever you want to call well, it, okay. that's See, our, my, our style. Because my, to me, that's this is this is cut and paste. They can make it as much as they want to. I know. They may have AJ, made something the first time. They didn't the second time. AJ, AJ, AJ. My point is, 
I I personally wish there was more to it than just that. At least I think so. That's that's my reaction to it. So, but if you're if you're if you're interested in checking out something new, this is definitely something new. You're not gonna find something like this besides Limbo, of course. But you're not gonna find something like this with any other company or publisher. See, so, and if you if you if you've never played Limbo, man, you're gonna really like this game. Because I know you know I don't know about so. that because the story is kind of not great <laughs> whereas i think limbo story is better no i think that if you haven't played limbo and like what other platformers are like these two games nothing right exactly yeah. they exist within themselves and i can see the issue with it being limbo you know more limbo limber limbo oh, but you can see if you look you at them outside you can see it, right? play dead kind of cannibalizing itself for right. a little bit yeah but yeah if you haven't played i think you're you would really enjoy it i all i did really enjoy it um but i do agree with jj i just wish there was more yeah Dogma ninety five, great films. Go, go check them out. Although I don't, I don't really like Laws of Ron Trier's more recent films. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably yeah. our. Before I go off on a tangent about. Yeah, I don't think this should, is a movie movie podcast anymore. Check out should, our movie yeah. podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you want me to? Any, me to, anyways. <laughs> do you want me to butcher our outro and our and our long sport of screwing this up? Yeah, well, I, I'll I'll do it. Oh no, well, please God, gonna, somebody else, somebody else, do this. No, I'm gonna I'll do, it. do it. AJ's been like. No, you I'm know, the. This is four a. This is a, We're talking about like high art here, so I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's we very hope important. we hope you enjoyed this specific dialogue. Um, our, our opening music is YMVST Extended by IJSF. Closing music that you're hearing right now is Dual Static by Triac, and our wonderful cover art is by Meg Wood. She's an indie game artist who has worked on Rising Legends, uh, Pursuit of Power Two, and Lud Dunnan. If you'd like to contact her for any work, you can find her at cosmetkitty.wix.com. That's kitty with an I. Um, and it's kitty if with you... two eyes. All kitties have an eye. Come on. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 yeah. Don't don't confuse me. <laughs> we don't take we don't take we don't accept responsibilities if you go to like a bad site. But anyways, if you'd like to write in, you can email us at the NPC dialogue at gmail.com, or you can reach AJ at Twitter uh, on Twitter at Daventry1701 and Mike at Space Mike uh, Space underscore Mike M-I-C and me at Lizardfolk uh, Whether you're joining us for the first time or coming back we hope you will continue to take us with you on your future indie game adventures Thanks a lot! What the fuck? You made that look easy! Yeah, <laughs> Thanks guys, guy. I'll talk to you later <laughs> Yeah <laughs>